Okay, so we are we we are in the middle of a Gemara from Thursday night, which we didn't finish. Um, so we're just gonna quickly run through the Gemara of Thursday night, and then we'll get on. Like there's there's a, a like the next Gemara is a ton of great hack. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should know. The first thing I'm gonna say tonight, I hold. Like the biggest question in the world is Tula Shinas and a Mission Brewer. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk in two seconds. So we're still in the middle of, a, of the end of a Gemara, which is the end of another Gemara, which is the end of another Gemara. Which means we're in the, uh, we're in the stage of the ninth parak where we're going through all of the Birchas Haroyah. They were giving out pens downstairs. Oh, you shouldn't have taken. I was thinking it's probably not good, but I felt <laughs> bad to say no. So really, I was going to want to use your pen. It's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> I, got one. I grabbed right, the good one tonight. Uh, um, <laughs> see? Mama Shashdaka plus. Not me. So so we, we were in the Birchas Haroyah of a Melech what, what brach does a person make on a melech akum? And we brought up the Gemara of Malchusa de Arak e Malchusa de Rakia, which led to the Gemara with Reb Shila, who gave Malchus to a guy who lived with a guy. And the police officer came to arrest him. And he, he said he was really with a Hamar, in which case the police officer said, Do you have evidence? Elianov, he came. While he was waiting for the psak, he muttered a pasik l'chash amagdula, which we said from the gra is actually the pasik in parakshira that a chamar says, and and eventually the uh, the cop left, and the and the guy was about to rat him out, and that's where we we left off. So we said that the guy told him, "I'm going to tell the." Uh, the police officer, you called all game donkeys. So he said, oh boy, that places my life in danger, which gives this guy a din of a roidev. So we'll start from the first word on the line, about 10 lines from the bottom, va'atayra amra. The Torah says, if someone's coming to kill you, hashkim lahargai. You kill him first. That's what you're supposed to do. Do not allow yourself to get killed. So if you remember the officer had awarded him a nightstick. The officer had awarded him a nightstick. He quickly took that newly minted nightstick and bopped the guy over the head. He hit him with the kulpe. and he killed him. The Gemara ends off, don't The Gemara ends off, Amar Since a nace happened to me, Using the pasuk of l'cha Hashem Agedula, darshinale. I'm darshinale. I'm going to darshin that pasuk. And the Gemara has three or four versions of this drasha. We'll go through it quickly because it's really Thursday night's Gemara. L'cha Hashem Agedula, zumai sabreishis. What about Hashem shows His greatness? My sabreishis. The Chenoimer. In fact, we find by my sabreishis the the <coughs> the explanation l'cha Hashem Hagedula. And he continues. Where did Hashem show his strength? 
Vahatiferes, where do we see Hashem's glory? Zucham v'lavana Yeshua. The tiferes of something is when you're in full control of it. And the sun and moon, HaKadosh Baruch Hu stopped by Yeshua. That shows HaKadosh Baruch Hu's tiferes. Shenemar, Vayidem HaShemesh V'yoreach Omad. V'hanetzach, when do we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's permanence, everlastingness? Zuma Palasish al This will be the eventual downfall of Western uh, society, Western culture. It happened a few years ago. That Akash Baruch will take out his vengeance on those that rebelled against him, referring to Adam. Where does Akash Baruch project his greatness? Haid is when you project, like a light projects. Zoom um, This is the war of the Nachle Arnon that we discussed in the beginning of the parak. When does it show that even things in the heavens will understand Hashem's greatness? This is Mochemes Sisrei, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed Yael to kill um, Sisrei, and we defeated, we defeated the enemy. It says that even the heavens came out and fought. From their path. So we see that even the heavens participated. And Hashem Hamamlocha to you Hashem will be the Malchus. That is when Zumochemes Amalek. That is when we finally defeat Amalek. Shenemer Kiyar Al Kais Ka. When Hashem's hand now Kisei over here is spelled without an Aleph because as long as Amalek is around in the world, we have not yet defeated Hashem. Vamisnase and Hakadosh Baruch will be uplifted. Zumochemes Goygumagag Vchenoemer Hinani Elacha Goyg Nesi Roish Moshech Vatuva. What does it mean in the Pasuk? Every head, every head is Tashem. This is an interesting Gemara. Anytime a person becomes a head of anything, it doesn't have to be a very important head, but if you're the head of anything, like if you're like single A manager, if you're the head of anything, that position was called out by the Rebbeinah Even the chief pit digger, which means every city has different municipal positions. One of the municipal positions in the olden days was the guy who dug the pits for the wells. If you're the chief pit digger, oh, that's a chief of something. That's a chief of something. There's a guy in my neighborhood who will remain nameless. His job is like to say, and he takes it very seriously. And if anyone else like like belts out the Vinamar by Kiddush Lavana, he goes nuts and salmon on the guy. And like, <laughs> and, and and like you know, like everyone has their zach. And like you know, if I'm the head Vinamar guy, don't take it away from me. So the, if you're the head of something, Hakadosh Baruch calls it out. Min in a Bryce, we learned a little different. In a Bryce, when I see the Tanam Shane Derbekiva, Lachashem, Agdula, Zukrias Yamsov. Gedula is not my sabracious, it's Krias Yamsov. Vagvura, Zumakas Bacharis, that's Makas Bacharis. Vatiferes is not the sun and the moon stopping, it's Zumat and Taira. Vanetzach, the everlasting city is Yushalayim. Vahoid Zebes Hamigdash. Okay, that was Thursday night. Now we're going back.
Okay. The next, the next bracha, the next bracha that we discuss in the Birchas Haroya is Tanra Bonan. Haroya Bate Yisrael B'Yeshuvan. If a person sees Jewish houses being settled, Oimer, he can make the bracha Baruch Atah Hashem Aleikeinu Melech HaElam Matziv Gevul Almana HaKadosh Baruch Hu restored the widow's borders which means when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed so we became a widow Haisa Galmana we became a widow Right. We became a widow. And yeah, the big, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many whole farts on that. So when when we came back afterwards and rebuilt Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch restored the border of an Almana. So this is a bracha that Lachaira, we live in historic times, that Lachaira, we can make this bracha whenever I, I like, you know, come here, I'm weird. Whenever I'm on Har Menuchas, I like have the urge to make this bracha. Like when you're on Har Menuchas, I, like I guess if I was really a bedicher when I saw Tel Aviv, I would think the same thing. You see, hundreds of high rises and they're full of yidden. I just don't get that feeling by Tel Aviv. That's because I'm a bad person. But when I look out from Har Menuchas and you see four Ramots and you see Baisugan and you see Har Nof and you see, you can see from Har Menuchas. 100,000 Jewish houses. It's incredible. Your great-grandfather never saw 100,000 houses, let alone Yiddish houses. In Varsha, maybe there were 100,000 Jews. Like for the first time ever, in Varsha there were 100,000 Jews. Huh? Way more. Huh? 300,000. Okay, 300,000 Jews spread out in Gans Varsha. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, and Arum Givinkot with, and, and with anti-Semitism because there were not that many Jews in Varsha before it was anti-Semitic. So when you go and you see 300,000, whatever, however many houses you make the bracha. The question is, do you make this bracha nowadays? Now, I should preface this by a discussion I had with my wife yesterday. My wife asked me, I don't know if you're allowed to ask this question, but my wife asked me, like, how are we to view Tisha B'Av? My wife's a very religious lady. She's like, trachting in the Chorban, unlike me. And my wife said, like, how do we view the Chorban nowadays? Lamaisa, the seven million Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, including a million from Yidin, who are Isaac B'Tayr B'Mitzis. It's amazing. Ouch! So I told my wife, I told my wife, I said like this, if you're Satmer, there's a pure ideology. And if you're real Tzionish, there's a pure ideology. If you're Satmar, it's Mamash Maisa Satmar. It's Mamash a trick. And like, you know, like this, this, there's nothing to it. And it's a Maisa Satan. And if you buy in, you, you're following this up. By the way, before you throw Satmar off the cliff, Rabbi agrees. Looking at his Mamaris. And then there's the Tzionim and say, like, listen, it was done by by people who don't believe in Hashem. But Lemaisa, God got on the bandwagon. God joined the bandwagon. And like, you know, Lemaisa, they started it. And and it's there. 
But you know, God joined the bandwagon. If you can't beat him, join him. So my wife said, I don't know if I should put this in recording, and what about us? Like, where, where are we? I said, I don't know. We don't have, we don't have a cohesive philosophy. I asked her, cats, am I wrong? That was one of the things I asked him at lunch. He said, no. We don't have, no, we don't have an ideologically pure philosophy. So, yes, I, you do. Huh? Yes, you do. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call Yeshiva Shulver believe in between? It's not a Yeshiva Shulver right now. So what is it's it? It's not Yeshiva Shulver. It's not my Yeshiva Shulver. It depends who you ask. Okay. okay. And, and exactly. even in the Yeshiva world. Don't 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 no, he's saying that... So I told my wife... I told my wife, it's mamish... It's mamish a, it's mamish a, it's two l'shenis in a Mishnah Bura. In our Gemara that we're learning today, boom. Paskin's the Machaber. Reish Chav Dalet Yud. Haroya Bata Yisrael B'Yishuvan. Kigoyin B'Yishuv Bayis Sheni, which is quoting Rashi. You look in, in Rashi, Rashi says, Kigoyin B'Yishuv Bayis Sheni, in the top Rashi. So the Mechaber quoting Rashi says, "Kigayim Yishuv Bayisheni, Oymer Baruch Ata Hashem Alkenim Alahaylam Matziv Gavul Almana." The question is, the devil in the details is, what does it mean, "Kigayim Bayisheni"? Look at the Mishnah Berurah, Ois Yud Dalad, Pirush, Bate Ashire Yisrael Shem Yushavim B'Taykef U'Begavura. Kigoyin by Yisheni, the Efsher Dafka Beretz Yisrael ubezman by Yisheni Kamar. Avo bezman hazeh, afilu Beretz Yisrael loy. That the first lashon in the Mishnah Bura. I don't know if the Mishnah Bura would say different in 2023 than he would have in 1933. The Mishnah Bura says in the first lashon. Even in Eretz Yisrael, it's not the Bayesheni. It's not B'taykef. It's not, it's not Bizman that, you know, we, we were led in there, Al Yudea Novi. It doesn't have the take of a Bayesheni. V'yeshem Avarshem Kavonis Rashi. Afilu imheim yushavim ata kimoi Bayesheni gam kemavarch. The second Lashem in the Mishnah Bura is that even if it's nowadays like Bayesheni, but not. Now, what's the difference between Bayesheni and now? By the way, they're more Yidin Eretz than they were in the time of Bayesheni. By the way, arguably, our political situation is better nowadays than it was in Bayesheni. Arguably. Arguably. You know, people tell you we're, we're one vote in the UN away from being obliterated, we're one, we're one crazy Iranian away from being obliterated, but it's, it's an arguable situation. So what does the Mishnah Bura mean in these two Lashaynas? What does the Mishnah Bura mean in these two Lashaynas? When I look out off of Har Menuchas and I see a hundred thousand Yidin and like in the panorama, it's amazing. From, from, you see from one side of Yerushalayim till almost the other side of Yerushalayim. And you see it's every single house. You know, when you look from the top of Harabayas, when you look from the top of the road going down to the Kaisal, you see a million Arabs. So you don't say this bracha. But when you look from another high mountain, which again, I'm not a geographist or a uh, historian or anything like that. I'm not a tour guide. But I think this when I see, when I look on, on Har Menuchas. Do you make this bracha or not? 
Daniel, you can see the entire. He's tight in the in the first lashon in the fact that there's a base hamikdash. You know, you can't say. So that's that. I mean, you can't say where. So you're saying is nothing to do with that. It knows it's totally in the base of even though. The base Hamikdash is not a factor here. It's the but the Yisrael Bishuvan. What's what's the vart of the base Hamikdash? We can't say that we're not as long as there's no base Hamikdash, we're bechulim. Okay, it's pretty yeshivish. Uh, pretty yeshivish. I know, like. I'm not settling anything, but I think I think the Mishabura, in this Shaila, what do you think when you see a million Yidden living in Eretz Yisrael? Is that bracha worthy? <laughs> Again, I haven't settled anything, but but you know, there was, it's it's I think that's what's going on here in this Mishabura. Bechorbanan, when you see them destroyed, <clears throat> which is not nowadays. I don't think anyone would say that. But they have the Gicham Yishuvan. If you see Goyim beautifully settled, Aimer Beis Goyim, the house of Baligaiva, Yisach Hashem, Hashem should destroy the Churban. And if you see Goyish destruction, Aimer Kel Nekames Hashem, Kel Nekames Seifia, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took revenge. Speaking of revenge, and yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. So I yeah. But if you see, if you see, if you see, like you know, like a Chorban Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. Um. Yesterday, most of you probably said Rav Schwab's kinna for the Holocaust. Um. You say? You they said the bubble or what? Is it really? They didn't. They didn't. They didn't say anything. Okay. So, 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 Rabbi Yashaber, Rabbi had a taina on 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 Rav Schwab that Rav Schwab, if you if you read Rav Schwab yesterday, if you look, if you notice what you were saying, in the end of the prayer, in the end of the piyut, Rav Schwab asks for revenge. That a Kaddish Baruch who should take revenge, and like, until I read this thing from Riyasha Bar, like I felt good. Mm-hmm. And it's like he, he describes very graphically what the Nazis did. He gets there's a good hook gets you in, and then and then he asks you know that a Kaddish Baruch who should avenge, and like you know like personally as a reader, it felt good. And Riyasha Bar points out something that. And now I know why it felt good. And this is Rabbi Yashabar's Taina on Rav Schwab. That's the only Kina out of the 46 that we ask for revenge. And he basically accuses Rav Schwab of like a no-no in history that you can't put your feelings, meaning, oh, Akash Baruch should, should avenge the Holocaust and not the, not the Crusades and not Rabbi Ralevi. And not the Bayashani, and not the Bayas Rishon, and not Yirmiyo on Yeshio, and not Nevizratan? Why this why this deserves asking for revenge versus anything else? That that is historical approbation. And there's like you are taking like a well, right, so it's it's amazing. there's no kind of for Takhbatad and all these other there's so many of the 
Spanish Inquisition. Well, all these there is for the Spanish Inquisition. Rabbi is for the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, when, yeah. when he went there to Israel and, and kissed the chores, why was he in Eretz Yisrael? It's the most amount of they were ever killed. Maybe just had enough. Not according to the Gemara. And everything's in the Gemara. What, six more than six the Gemara, is, the Gemara and Gittin has much bigger numbers. So that, that so knows when we say over here, when we say over here, but they, when we say over here, Bichorbonon, you say, Kel Nekamei Sashem, Kel Nekamei Seifia, I, I think this is a tiny against Rabbi Yashaber. Then in other words, you're allowed to say, ah, good, you got revenge on the guy. Yeah, but not in the Kinnis. In other words, you're doing something the Kalir never did. Yeah, but what's this? So what's the answer to that? Oh, it's not for me to answer. <laughs> not you. I'm maybe there's some. Rishrav wrote his kid. You know, the people were still. They were still around. Yeah. No. So some, someone was telling me, like a Feinstein type of guy, was telling me. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> he was telling me. He said, like, I remember before. I I remember before '84. So I said, yeah. You don't say a kinna when you're when you're still bleeding. In other words, like literally until the 80s, we were mamish, like there are a million survivors, everyone was still fresh, you know? You can't say a kinna when you're in the thing. That's not a taina. Yeah, someone said that yesterday. Anyway. I think, I think the Bogor also has a, has a reference to the Right, so, so I, I think he has the same taina on both of them. The equal opportunity yeah. taina. Um, okay, speaking of which... Ula of Rav Chista v'Kazli Baruch Ula and Rav Chista were walking on the road. Kimata Pischa debe Rav Chana Rav Chani Loi. When they reached the door of Rav Chana Rav Chani Loi, Nogat Rav Chista v'Isnach. Rav Chista sighed. Hey, give it a krechts. Hamalei Ula, woo, don't krechts. Amaika misnechis. Why are you sighing? Why are you krechtsing? Don't you know krechtsing is bad for your health? Vama Rav, Rav said, Ancha, a sigh, Sheveretz Chatsi Shaladim, it breaks half of a person's body. Shenemra, like it says in the Pasik, Vata ben Adam. Hashem says to Yechaskel, Ha'anach, if you sigh, Beshivra and Masnaim, it'll break your thighs. Your thighs are at halfway of your body. So if your thighs get broken, half of your body gets broken. From here, the Gemara learns that a sigh damages half of a person's body. A sigh can even damage all of a person's body. When they ask you, why are you sighing? I'm going to say, because of the terrible news I heard, the Chorban, will melt all hearts. So if your heart melts, explains Rashi, that's your whole body. Your body cannot exist without your heart. So a sigh doesn't just take half your body, it takes your whole body. So why are you sighing? To which Reb Chista said, this is the house of Reb Chana Reb How can one walk by the house of Reb Chana Reb who it's now in a state of dis- destruction, disrepair, and not sigh? How can I not sigh? Besa, this house. And now he's going to go on to say a list of the chesed that went on in the house of Reb Chana Reb and, and, and what the Gemara is going to do here is show you several forms of thoughtful chesed. Da'avu b'shisen afyasen had 60 bakers b'yamama v'shisen afyasen b'lelia. And 60 bakers 
at night, which means it was staffed 24-7. Anyone that needed food any time of the day could come. L'koman ditzarech, for anyone that needed. That was the basic chesed. He had a policy. He had his hand on his wallet 24-7. Why? Not because Hungarian, but because he never took his hand off his wallet. Why? Because I don't know if you've ever been misupic about something. Really, really not sure about something. And then you decide, okay, I'm going to go for it. And when you go for it and you're not sure about it, you hit a snag, what happens? Forget it. You just forget, 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 forget. Forget I ever thought to do that. So Rebchan said, someone who never took stock in his life, imagine the hurdles he had to go through in his mind to convince himself, I need to take stock and my kids are starving. If there's any hesitation in the process, he's going to say, you know, forget it, I don't know, I forget it. And he'll go back home, his kids will starve more. So Rebchan Abrachan didn't want, once the guy made the decision to need stock and to take stock, there shouldn't be a momentary pause anywhere in the process because a momentary snag will cause him to say, you know, forget it. Dilma Asi Ani Ben Taivim. He didn't take his hand off his wallet to suffer. Dilma Ani, Asi Ani Ben Ani, who comes from a rich background, which means he never took stock. Some people have no problem. But an Ani Ben like, I'm never taking stock. When I'm reaching for my wallet and fumbling for it, where's my checkbook, where's my pen, where's my keys, where's the drawer? If he's going to get embarrassed, then run away. I don't want that. Vesu, another form of thoughtfulness. The four doors of the house were open in all four directions. Because let's say a person says, listen, I can't, let's say like you're on this block. So all my friends live on Baythorn. I can't, I can't walk in on Baythorn to the, to the soup kitchen. Everyone on Baythorn is going to see me. Green Meadow is like more quiet. There's no one across the street. So I, I walk in on, on Green Meadow. We're like, no, no, the next street over there, Gerard, has even less people. If I walk in from that direction, so if a person had any chashbainus who he wants to see him and doesn't want to see him, so all four directions, of all four doors are open, all four directions, in case a person wouldn't want to enter from the old court side, he wanted to enter from the Reisestown side. He would have the gates open all four directions. The Alma, the Ayil, and anyone that went in hungry, went out when he was full. And then he did another favor. He would throw out mounds of wheat and barley at night. Because if none of these were able to convince you to take tzedakah, under the pitch darkness, in the pitch darkness, just come and take. You don't have to come inside. It'll be on the front lawn. He would throw out wheat and barley in famine years, abroy on the outside, to call man, the ksifa milsa, anyone who's embarrassed, will be a moment to take during the day, will come and take at night. This house that had such innovative chesed is now destroyed. And you want me not to sigh. So Amalei said, listen. I'm sorry, 
I'm sorry. Hachem Rabbi Yechanan. It's part of the, the Gzeira. Hachem Rabbi Yechanan. Miyam Shachar Vizamikdash Nigzur Gzeira. It was Gzeira. That Albatein Shal Tzadik and Shayachavu. That the houses of Tzadikim will be destroyed also. Shenemar, Boazne Hashem Tzavaka said Yeshai in the ears of Hashem. Imloi Batim Rab, I swear many houses will, Lishama Yehiu, will be destroyed. Gedoyulim Vitaivim, the houses of great people, Me'ain Yeshiv, will be without inhabitants. But don't worry, when the base Migdash gets rebuilt, those houses will get rebuilt. Those that have been talking Hashem, their houses will be like Hartzia. Just like Hartzia and Hashem is going to restore it, the Beis Migdash, so he told this whole speech to Reb Chista to mollify him. He said, he didn't do it for me. I'm still upset. I still can't believe this house was destroyed. I said, listen, what do you expect? Hashem's house gets destroyed and his house not? Is he actually greater than Hashem? What do you think? It's enough for the Evid to be like his master. And, and the Evid should be like his master. If the master's house destroyed, the Evid's house destroyed. You can't expect more. And that was his final response. I guess we'll stop here. I wanted to do the next one, but, but fine, we'll save it for tomorrow night. Fine.